Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. Really excited about my guest today. We have Corey Wright. Now, Corey Wright is a serial entrepreneur who grew up in a real estate family. At the age of 20, he launched his first business with his brother, creating weekly newsletters for agents to help them with their marketing. Eventually, this turned into doing websites, blogs, social media, and email newsletters for real estate agents all over Southern California. Later, he went on to build a recruiting lead generation system for Keller Williams that generated more than 1 million leads per year for about 350 offices in KW. In 2015, he launched a real estate licensing affiliate program that helped enroll thousands of new agents into the real estate school every year. After building and exiting each of those businesses, Corey turned to business coaching. Today, he works with leadership teams of entrepreneurial businesses to help them grow faster with less stress. He is also involved with Big Brother and Sisters, loves golfing, traveling, and spending time with his family and his beautiful wife and two daughters. Welcome, Corey. It's amazing. Thanks, Brad. It's good to see you and uh, hear your voice again. It's been a while. Yeah, you too. It's been a long time for you, those of you who don't know out there. Uh, Corey and I have known each other for over 20 years. Corey and his brother, Casey, had a marketing and coaching business and they did very, very well. And I always held them at a very high esteem. I ended up reconnecting with Corey on LinkedIn. I saw one of his videos on coaching and thought, wow, I'm really proud of him. And, and it's so exciting to see someone all these years later doing so well. Well, I appreciate it and I can say the exact same, so. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> so Corey, if someone needs help with their businesses, is that what you do? Do you come and evaluate them or how do you determine whether or not someone needs help or how does someone know that they're in trouble? You can kind of sense it. So I generally work with leadership teams of growing and entrepreneurial businesses. They tend to be between 10 and 250 employees. They tend to be between two and 50 million in revenue. and Generally, there's one of three problems that are happening in that space. They're either growing so fast that they have so many inefficiencies, they're just kind of letting money fall through the cracks and they would love to build better systems and process to, to shore some of that up and keep some more of that money in their own pockets. They are businesses who are just hitting a ceiling. So they've been growing for maybe two or three years and they've just reached a point where they can no longer keep that growth going and they, they feel like they're doing more work, but growing less faster, making less profits. And so that's where they can call me in and I kind of help organize that leadership team and that business in a better way. And then every now and then you have founders who are just looking to kind of step away from the business. They've built a really good business, but it's very dependent on them and they want to build better systems and accountability process discipline so that they can step away and run their business from Hawaii instead of having to run their business <laughs> from an office 60 hours a week. That's wonderful. So Corey, let me ask you, I, I've been watching a couple of your videos, brushing up on your brilliance, and you've got something called the eight truths. Now, I'm not going to go into all eight because I know it takes a while, but I do want to go into a few. And the first thing I'd like to ask you about is deploy, data, decide, and repeat. <laughs> well, thank goodness. I thought you were going to quiz me and ask me what those eight <laughs> truths were. I, I could recite them, but it would take me just a second. Uh, so deploy, data, decide, and repeat is a mantra that we created when I was growing businesses with my brother. And what we found is that early on, we were just kind of making emotional or feelings-based decisions. And we were just kind of going with our best gut and then deploying those things and never really revisiting them. And so 
as we wanted to start becoming more profitable and we shifted to figuring out ways to make data-driven decisions, this became our mantra. So we would use our best gut at first and we'd make sure that we had the right systems and process in place to collect data on every decision that we were making. So the, the amount of time, resources, money that was being spent was all being collected. And then from there, we could make decisions on what we needed to do to modify, change, double down, pull back on anything that we were doing, and then just continue to repeat from there so that we could continue to get better. It just helped to remove feelings, egos, and emotions from decisions and just made them data-driven. It's not as fun, but it's a lot more efficient in a business. That's wonderful. So let's talk about bad people, toxic people. Talk to me. This is another one that bad people or the wrong people are costing you a lot more than you think. Real estate agents don't necessarily have employees. Oftentimes I work with leadership teams. You may have a small team and you have a lot of partners that you rely on. And oftentimes we have a partner that we like, but they don't do a good job. Or we have a partner that does a good job, but we don't really like them. And we kind of keep them around. And really, I think there's more than just the money that they're, that they're costing you. You're paying them for a service that you could be getting a better service in return. Right. They're costing you a lot more of your time because those are the people that you constantly need to be reaching out to, looking over their shoulders. You can't trust that the job is being done. They're costing your culture because as you go out through this transaction and maybe your buyers or sellers have an excellent experience everywhere, except for the lender that you referred them to or the appraiser that you referred them to. And then they're costing you on the opportunity cost side of things as well, because you're robbing yourself an opportunity to put an A player in that position to really build out your team in a strong way. And so money, time, culture, and opportunity cost are the four ways that you are losing when you have the wrong people in. Also, what about accountability? I work with so many teams that accountability is the main issue and it all boils back to the accountability at the top. And when the owner or founder of a company feels like they can show up to meetings late because they had other important things, or they can move appointments around because an important client called them and they're not willing to be held accountable, it's impossible to have any trickle down accountability because that's what's been set from the top. And so almost 100% of the time when accountability is an issue, it's because the founder is not accountable themselves and they wonder why they can't have accountability everywhere else in the organization. That's a great answer. Corey, so I love when someone says no to me because when someone says no to me, I always know I'm one no way from a yes, right? The more no's I have, the more yeses I'm going to get. It's just a numbers game. But with you, one of your eight truths is say no more so you can say yes more. There's a saying that more businesses die of indigestion than starvation meaning that we take on too many things, not too few things. I try and help businesses identify what their core focus is. And their core focus is where they have the greatest opportunity to succeed in business. If you're great at open houses and that's really where you thrive, then going out and trying to cold call or door knock is taking away from the time that you can be spending investing in building that open house business. And so while there may be more opportunities that exist when you say yes to things, what we often forget to count into that equation is that we have a finite amount of time, money, resources, right. uh, energy. And so when we're saying yes to door knocking, we're you saying no to away. open houses. Yeah. Exactly. And so what, when we say no to more things, it allows us to say yes say to the yes. opportunities that give us the best chance to succeed. That's a, that's a great point. And, and I've always believed that, by the way. I've always said no to people who would, will call me and say, hey, what's your side hustle? And I'd say, well, first of all, I'm old, so I don't know what that means. But the other thing is, is I don't want to make extra income on the side. I'm a real estate agent and I'm really good at real estate. And if you can just focus on what you're good at, you don't have to be in a hundred places at one time. Oftentimes people say yes to the podcast. They say yes to the social media, yes to the open house, yes to the door knocking. It's yes too to much. This, yes you to- can't do it all. It also goes into the time management. Um, talk to me about output versus input. 
we ran a business that became virtual way before COVID. Like 2015, we pretty much moved our team entirely remotely. And it became very difficult to monitor the input that people were giving, the hours that they were putting in. We had a lot of systems and scorecards and metrics that we were tracking to make sure that we had the right metrics that we needed to be healthy. But really those metrics were generally focused on outputs over inputs. So if I needed you to get two new listings every single month, I don't care if you did that from a hundred hours of of door knocking, if two listings is the output metric that we're tracking, all I want to focus on is the output and not necessarily the input. And I think when you start to think of things that way, I see a lot of new agents who really focus on how many hours they spent at open houses, as opposed to how many clients they got out of that. I know that I never picked up the phone for a prospecting call without doing everything that I could to get that person on the phone. And I know a lot of people that pick up the phone to check boxes to say they made their 30 calls today. I just wanted to reach 10 people or five people. And if that took me 30 calls or that took me 300 calls, I was going to do it. And so because I was focused on the output, not the input, I always found more efficient ways of doing things. Like you said, you didn't pick up the phone just to say you made those calls. You picked up the phone with intent. See, John Wooden, he always said, practicing perfect makes perfect. So practice doesn't make perfect practicing perfect makes perfect. So what you're saying is, is Corey, hey, look, you're going to do five or 10 things in your business, right? Let's find the ones that are actually generating you an income. The ones that don't work for you, you don't want to concentrate on those. Those are taking up your time and your effort. Yeah, 100%. And, and a lot of the truths that you had mentioned that, that, that I kind of talk about in those eight truths, you can see how they start to play together. That if we find what we're really good at, our sweet spot in doing business, right? Building that in a system that we deploy, we collect data, we revise and make new decisions and then continue to repeat that. And we focus on the output over the input. All these start to come together to make us a really, really powerful and efficient business operation agent, wherever you're at. And so these truths all start to play together. Corey, if there's someone out there with a struggling business and they'd like to get a hold of you, maybe they'd like some coaching, where can they go to get your coaching? Do you have your rates on there or do you come out and evaluate them and then make a specific program that's designated for each business? You can find me at QueryWright.com. The email is on there. All my information is on there. If you just wanted to follow some of the videos and coaching that I'm doing, some of the things that you saw, LinkedIn is a great place. Again, just search Corey Wright on LinkedIn or you can go to Brad's friends. You'll be able to find me on there or just go to my website and you'll be able to find it. So the coaching that I do is, again, it's relatively specific. Although there are real estate teams that I would be able to work with, again, looking at kind of that 10 or more employees is generally when this starts to make sense. I work with businesses in all sorts of industries. I have the structure and you're going to fill in your nouns and verbs and adjectives to create a very unique Mad Lib for your business. So at the end, it's all going to sound very different from every business that I'm working with, but it's done through the exact same process. I'm not cheap. The, the coaching is generally about $20,000 in the first year and then subsequent years about $15,000 for each client. But if you have uh, questions or, or want to learn more about it and you feel like you're either a business or a real estate that's got a small team or, or a real estate company that's looking to grow, I'd be happy to do that. And I have a free 90-minute meeting, which is the very first meeting, which kind of helps you to assess if I'm the right person. We'll explain a little bit more about what that journey looks like. And if someone wanted to get a hold of you, so you had said to go to CoreyWright.com. I want everyone to understand Corey is C-O-R-E-Y. And write as W-R-I-G-H-T. It's CoreyWright.com. What's your email, Corey? So it's Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, 
at CoreyWright.com. Okay, so Corey at CoreyWright.com. And do you take telephone calls or would you rather people email you first? No, man, give me calls. 949-395-8559. It's the same number since I was a freshman in high school. So there you go. Uh, if you've known me anytime over the last 30 years, we're good. That's wonderful. Corey, I really appreciate you coming on today. You gave us some really good insight. You're entrepreneurs. Real estate agents are entrepreneurs, plain and simple. You just run smaller businesses than some of the teams that I work with. I'm open for a call and some direction and all that stuff. I love to give back and do things for free. So feel free to reach out if there's anything that you feel like you could use, even if you're maybe a little bit on the smaller side as as an individual agent, I'm happy to help. And you look good, man, for having two small kids. I'll tell you, I was the walking dead. Well, truth be told, my wife had both the kids. I didn't actually have them. Oh, you didn't? You didn't give birth. So you're, you're doing okay. I didn't give birth. So that's, that's probably why that's, I look so good. That's good. <laughs> well, well, hey, Corey, loved having you on today. I want to thank you so much. I encourage anyone who's listening to give Corey a call or an email if you need his help. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. And that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, Go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.